Let's go to the word of God. Shall we do that? Uh, today we are laying a foundation for what shall happen for the rest of the day in the name of Jesus Christ. Tell your neighbor this day is the third day. Do you know there's something about the third day? I heard Bishop Mark preach. Tell your neighbor there's something about the third day. Eh? It's on the third day that the, the wine ran out. But it's on that third day they got wine they had never tasted before. Tell everybody, it's on the third day. It's on the third day that Esther appeared before the king. And it's on the third day she received the favor. I'm, I'm talking to somebody here. On the third day is the day for you to be favored. Am I talking to somebody here? It's on the third day that Jesus rose from the dead. Ah. Tell everybody, there's something about the third day. So that your expectations can be up there. This is the day of the resurrection. This is the day of favor. This is the day of God turning water into wine. On the third? As Deliverance Church, we have carried a message from Luke chapter 5, who are given by our general overseer, from verse 1. I want to pick two, three things from there as I build my case. Bishop, I've, I've been preaching from Luke chapter 5 from January, and I'm not, I'm not exhausted. It begins by saying this. Are you seeing the scripture? Now, my life flow is a Bible teacher. So I like people reading scriptures, those who are able. So go and get your, your neighbor, tell them, neighbor, to be a school fees. Sibaba Lipa school fees. Ujue kusoma. Ayasoma. So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. Continue. And saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Delea, quickly. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep for, the, for a catch. Verse, verse 4. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and the net was breaking. Bas, bas, bas. I can see you want to preach my message. Jesus, go back to verse 1, we'll pick it from there very quickly. I'm saying, saying so many things. You look like group A learners. Are you group A learners? Good. So as group A learners, I have to show you the let us receive God's servant.
mzuri kijanangu pa pasta timbi ameingia karibu sana Timwangi karibu Aya mwingine sasa asiingie hiyo gate mlango nimefunga Ule ajaingia saa hii akae ataingia nikimaliza kuhubiri Ama nimesema vibaya Sinawasaidia Aya Hey, continue the clock. This Kronos. Are we having a good time? I say, are we having a good time? Are we learning something from God? Can you hear us from every side? Those who are sitting outside, can you hear? What about that side? Can you hear? Beautiful. What to Anuma? Can you hear? What you and Dani J, can you hear? Yeah. All of us, can we hear? Bishop Mark, this people have not been mobilized to come here. They are not going to come here. They are not going to come here. They are not going to come Only God can do this thing. And no man can do this unless God is with him. For politicians to get this crowd, they must mobilize people from the mitaa. Pay them miatatu, miatano, waende mkutano. Wawepatie malori, wawepatie mabasi. Sisi tumekuja bila kulipua. Kwa mana tunajua hapa. Kuna kitu Jehovah nafanya. Na Kenya lazima ibadilike. God does not gather his people for nothing. He does not gather his people because he is bored. Somebody say amen. amen. When Jesus went to the lake of Gennesaret, he was not going to, he was not a tourist. He was not a what? Yes, you see him, Tali. No. He was not look, going to look for the lake. He was not going to look for the fish. He was not going to look for a boat or look for a, that's not was, that was not his agenda at all. I want you to understand when Jesus comes to Kasarani this week, which he has done, he's not coming to look at the stadium. He's not coming to look at the grass because there's no grass anyway. Jesus went to the lake of Gennesaret because he was looking for a person. Ah, wake up your neighbor, tell him neighbor. When Jesus comes to your area, he's not coming to look for rivers. He's not a tourist. He's looking for a person. Somebody say amen. amen. When he sat at the well of Jacob, his disciples went to town to go and buy food. They thought he's waiting for lunch, but he was not waiting for lunch. He's waiting for a woman who comes to that well every lunch hour. Am I talking to somebody here? When he was entering Jericho, you don't go to see for look for the Dead Sea. He knew there was a blind man that sat at the gate of Jericho. That is the man he was looking for. When you see him here, he's looking for somebody, and I'm looking for that somebody here. Um, 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 where are you? I say, where are you? Are you the one that has made Jesus come here this morning? Are you the one he's looking for here? Can you say, Jesus, I am here. He comes to the lake of Gennesaret 
and there's a crowd like the one we have here. There's a what? A crowd. Put up the scripture. I, I want the scripture people to see. There was a small place to hear, hear the word of God that stood by the lake of Gennesaret. Then verse 2 says, and he saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Verse 3 says, verse 3 says, then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's. Shh. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, he had a choice. Look for another neighbor you can preach to. If, if the one you're sitting next, you cannot preach to them, tell them to get out. Tell them we are serious in this place. Tell them he had a choice of how many boats? How many boats? And he chose one. Even today, people forget that God has a choice. I say God has a choice. When he went to the house of, of, of Isaac, he had a choice of two sons. There was one called Esau. Another one called Jacob. And he said, Jacob I have loved. Esau I have hated. He made a choice. I am praying today. Now that you are here, may God make you his choice. I'm saying may God make you his choice. Tell your neighbor for me, neighbor. I'm not competing with you. But may God make me his choice. You see, when God makes you his choice, he'll do business with you. Somebody say amen. amen. Do you remember, Pastor T, that when Jacob sat in Egypt, he, Joseph brought him two boys, Manasseh and Ephraim. And he brought Manasseh to his right hand and Ephraim to his left hand so that he may give the blessing to Manasseh but not to Ephraim. But Jacob I'm talking to somebody here. I don't know what number you are in your family. You may be number six. There are others older than you. Am I talking to somebody here? But God has a choice. He can switch his hands so that the, the stone that the builders rejected becomes the chief corners. If there was an election in Israel, and David was standing for the elections. David would not have been elected and voted for even by his own father, by even by his own brothers. So when I, Samuel comes and says, you know what? I've been sent to raise a king for Israel from this house. Jesse brought seven boys, Eleazar, Elihu, Shama, and four others. And as soon as Samuel saw them, he said, the king's anointed is here. And God says, not that one. And again, God says, not that one. And again, God said, not that one. And again, God said, not that one. Until all of them were finished. And he says, is it there another one? I'm talking to the one who is the other one that was rejected by the builders, that was set aside by the builders. I told you yesterday, the Kenya National Examination Council does not determine who you are. They would have said, you are, you are, you are not the one. But if God says, yes. I say, if God says, yes. <laughs> as far as they were concerned, David was not part of it. But Samuel said, we shall not sit until he comes. I'm talking to somebody here. From this conference, 
may your hour of money, they are not on this side. I said from this conference, may they, your hour of manifestation come. Those who laughed at you, those who derided you, those who set you apart, may God choose you from this conference. May, am I talking to somebody here? May he look at everybody else and say, not that one, not that one, not that one. Until you appear, then he says, that is the one. Tell your neighbor for me, neighbor. May Jesus choose my boat this morning. Just take a seat, take a seat. When Jesus chooses your boat, Pastor Don, oof, it's a setup. It's a what? You shall help me preach this morning. Tell them it's a setup. It's a what? Because when Jesus chooses your boat, remember, Pastor Thaddeus, it was an empty boat with empty nets. It was what? An empty boat with empty net. Jesus never asked you for something which is full. He asked you for something which is empty. Peter, Simon Peter had a choice. He would have said, don't touch my boat. But I am glad he never refused with his empty boat. He gave it to Jesus. How many of you know, as soon as he released that boat to Jesus, he had activated a divine principle that says in the book of Genesis, chapter 8, verse 22, that as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. Am I in the right church? You are reading that with me. What does it say? While the earth remains, what? Seed time and harvest gold and heat winter and summer day and night shall not cease I've got a question for you has night and day ceased cold and heat have they ceased winter and summer have they ceased therefore you can conclude seed time Am I talking to somebody here? Seed time and harvest has also not ceased. That means if God asks you for anything, remember it is a setup. Because Simon gave him an empty boat. But God cannot return your boat as empty as it came. That's not what God does. Whoever even gives to the poor is a lender to God, and God shall repay. Am I talking to somebody here? And as Simon surrendered his empty boat, by the time he gets it back, my brother uh, Julian, it was two boatloads of fish that were almost sinking from an empty boat. The same boat, the same nets, the same lake, they are told in all night, suddenly... They were receiving two boatloads of fish. I'm talking to somebody here. I say I'm talking to somebody right now. You are going to raise your hands. You shall, I say you shall, you shall stretch forth your hand. You shall write a check for this conference. You shall help to underwrite the cost of this conference. Am I talking to somebody here? You shall bring your one million. 
He shall bring you a 500,000. He shall bring you a 200,000. He shall bring you a 100,000. I am assuring you, as you bring that, those finances, it is a setup. I say it is a setup. I say it is a setup. Everyone who dares put some money in this conference, God has told me to tell you it is a setup. It shall not come back to you the same way you released it. It shall come back to you pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. Bumpy on tell them neighbor. It's a setup. Simon, we are told, he heard the words of Jesus. Put the scriptures up there. Jesus told him, now that you have given me an empty boat, I know where the fish are. Lower down, go to where the water is deeper. Go to where the water is what? Deeper. I'm back in verse 4. Let's read verse 4 together. These are our mother. mama ya Julian. Okay, now look at that scripture. From that's why I want to start preaching. What does it say? When? Do I have readers in this house? Wake up your neighbor one more time. I'm your neighbor. To me, a school fees. Okay, what, what does it read? When? When you're done, what? When you're done, what? What did he do? What he had to happen. He said to who? He said to who? We can be this big crowd, but I am praying that your prayer shall be that Jesus shall stop speaking to the crowd and start speaking. Some of you never got that revelation. I said, may he stop speaking to the crowd. May he start talking. And now you are getting it. I said, Jesus. Come on, say, Jesus. May you stop speaking to the multitudes. From now on, speak. Your servant is listening. May Jesus speak you out. May Jesus start talking to you individually. As I bring the word I'm bringing before I get out of your way. Somebody say amen. amen. He stopped speaking to everybody. He focused on one person. And from this moment, I'm focusing on one person. And this one person, like my bishop says, you shall hear a word. Some of us are more orphans. Tell your neighbor, one word from God shall change your life. He does not need a paragraph. He does not need a thesis. How many words? One word shall change the direction of your life. And I am praying this morning, during this conference, you shall come back with a word. Maybe it came through a song. Maybe it came through a preaching. Maybe it came through ministry. But may you leave this place with how many words? One word from God that you will tell God, this was not for the multitude. This was for me, my family, my business, my ministry, my church. This word is for me. For Simon it was, launch out into the deep.
The NLT says, go to where the water is deeper. This conference has come to shift you. From the waters you have been operating in, where I, whom am I talking to? From the league you have been playing in, you have been playing in some lower leagues. He's saying now, go to the upper leagues. That is where you belong. If you have come to Rema Feast this year, I want to assure you, there is a call of God upon your life. Get out of the water. It's up to your ankles. Get out of the place where the water is up to your knees. Get out of the place where the water goes up to your waist. There is a place where you cannot walk. You cannot do anything but swim. That is the place where you belong. From today, somebody say amen. amen. Tell your neighbor for me, neighbor. Usiponiona tena in that WhatsApp group. Nimeenda where the water is deeper. Ah, uh, you have stayed. I'm talking to somebody here. You have stayed too long in that WhatsApp group. You have stayed too long in that shallow well. You have stayed too long in that shallow pond. There is a place where the water is deeper. That's where God is calling you. That's where God is calling your ministry. That's where God is calling your church. That's where God is calling the nation of Kenya. There are nations sasa tukitajwa Kenya. Tunataka tutajwe pale. Apana kule tumekuwa tukitajwa before. This conference is shifting our nation Kenya. From a third world to a second world. We are speaking it to come. We are declaring right now. And I call you my pastors who are here. Stop operating in the shallow waters. There are some deeper waters. Stop operating playing in the lower leagues. There are some higher leagues. Tell your neighbor, Nime Omoka. Nime Ondoka. Yo ligindogo na kuamuru katika china leesu utoke kutoka leo. Tukai tafadhali. Go to where the water is deeper for a catch. I go to verse 5. We shall spend it rest of the time there. But Simon answered, what did he say? Master, what have we done? We have toiled all night. And caught? In other words, Master, we saw you come this morning. But us, we did not come this morning. We spent the night here. I know I'm talking about some people here. Eh? There are some of us who came this morning. <laughs> but Bishop Ireni, there are people who did not come this morning. They spent the night here. Are, are you there? They are on this side. But they, they came this morning. Let me preach on the ones on this side who, who stayed here all night. They are telling Jesus, we saw you come this morning. But with us, we spent the night here. And throughout the night, we were doing what? Toiling. Kucha. And we caught Then he caught himself. He remembered, I've just listened to this man teach. Because faith comes by and hearing by the word of? So he said, At your.
Where was I? Don't where was I? <laughs> now no, I know I know where I was. What has sad? I want to just to make sure you are awake. What has sad? Some, tell, some people are telling me I'm here at Kasarani. I, <laughs> I like your sense of humor. What has sad? Then he caught himself. He said, nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. In other words, he's saying, Jesus, from now on, from this conference, I'm not going to operate according to the scientific rules. I'm now not following tradition. I'm now not following my manual from the school of fishermen. What I'm doing now has nothing to do with my training, has nothing to do with my orientation, has nothing to do with my tribal inclination, and I am praying in this conference, Bishop Mark, that Kenyans can come out of here and go out there in the next generations to come. And you shall not vote according to tribal patterns. You shall say this is no longer tradition. This is no longer, am I talking to somebody here? This is no longer according to a tribal kingpin. From now on, if I'm going to vote, I shall vote at your... Now we are getting somewhere. Simon is saying, whatever I am doing now, my fellow fishermen are laughing at me. My fellow fishermen thinks I'm a mental case. They think I'm not doing the right thing. But I'm not doing this because of what science says. Not what common sense says. Not what my tradition says. Not what my training says. I'm doing this at your... I am praying one prayer for all of you. That you shall not leave this conference without a word for your life, for your ministry, for your family, for your church, for your county, for your... Am I talking to somebody here? Because my brother Julian, it was the same lake. The same? It was the same boats. The same fish. Sorry, the same nets. But now... With the word of God added to that equation. Now I'm beginning to talk. Am I talking to somebody here? Because when Jesus said the word, tell your neighbor for me, when Jesus said the word, it's not only Simon and his friends who had it. Let me inform you, even the fish had the same word. And because the fish had the same word. Hey, what moon? Every fish. Tell about every fish that was in that lake. Every fish that was on holiday, that was having dinner, that was sleeping, all of them woke up. And they said to one another, one-way traffic to Simon's net. As I stand here with the anointing upon my life, I say with the grace upon my life, I speak to your customers, I speak to your clients, I speak to the people who left your church, I speak to the people who corona changed away from your ministry. May you go with a word from here 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Those who left you because of Corona, I call them back by the word from this. Am I talking to somebody here? Somebody say, I receive them back. May your husband, who ran away with the dogo dogo, hear the voice of the Lord right now and start coming back home. Because from this altar, I declare enmity between your husband and her, love, and her lovers. Let, and there I church here. From this conference, you shall receive your husband back. You shall receive your wife back. Your son who has been lost shall come back to your home. Because we call them right now. At the word of the Lord. Somebody say at the word of the Lord. All the finances. Ah, uh, whom am I talking to here? I say all the finances that are meant for you. Right now by the grace of God. May you hear the voice of the Lord. And start locating your business. Start locating your life. Start locating your home. Somebody say I receive them. At that word, when Peter lowered, Jesus told him, lower down your net. But he was struggling in his faith. He lowered down one net. No wonder it was breaking. But even though he lowered down one net, the Bible says even when we are faithless, God remains faithful because he cannot deny himself. Kuna vitu fulani wewe, utafanyiwa na Jehovah. Sio kwa uzuri wako, si kwa wema wako, si kwa jiliwe ni mrembo sana, si kwa jiliwe ni mrefu sana, kwa jiliwe wa minifu wake, kwa neno lake. Receive your miracle. I say receive your miracle. Receive your healing. Receive your deliverance. Receive your breakthrough. At his word. When God gives you a word, that's why I'm working on. When God gives you a word, a word, don't underestimate the power in the word of God. No. Because God has exalted his word above his name. And the book of Hebrews tells us, chapter 2, verse 14, that the word of God is powerful. The word of God is living and is powerful and is sharper than any two-edged sword. That's the scripture there. It's 412, sorry, 412. Thank you. That's a rabbi. It's 412. For the word of God, read that to the loud voice. What does it say? For the word of God is what? Living. And it is what? Powerful. And it's what? Sharper than any two-edged sword. So when God releases his word, he releases what? His word. What does he release? Life. Yeah, what does he release? Power. What does he release? Accuracy. I pray in this conference, you shall come out of here with an accurate word for your ministry. Not a flip-flop word. This is what the Lord says about me. My ministry. Our church. The nation of Kenya. My family. Somebody say amen. amen. 
Because there's accuracy when God releases his word. There's power when God releases his word. There's creation when God releases his word. Because it says, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, verse 3, says, by faith we understand that the world and everything we see was made by the word of God. And the things that we see now was not made from anything that we see. When God decided to create Pastor Pete, the Bible, my, 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 my apostle Joker used to say, he stood on nothing. He stood on nothing. All he spoke was his word. And as he released that word, let there be. The Bible says there was. Because that word comes with a creative power. And there are some of you here, the position you are supposed to occupy in that company does not yet exist. No, you are not getting it. I say you are not getting it. Because Joseph had a word. He had a what? A word. And that's the word that was testing him. When he got to Pharaoh, his position did not exist. But it was created by the word he had received. Uh, I'm talking to somebody here. I say I'm talking to somebody here. There is a position that shall be created in that organization. It doesn't exist right now. Am I talking to somebody here? Some of you even as you listen to me right here, even online, the kind of miracle you are looking for is a creative miracle. And right now, by the grace of God, I pray that God shall release a word of creation of his power to come into your life so that your eardrums shall come back again, that your tongue shall be loosed again, your uterus shall be healed again, your fallopian tubes shall be opened again. Somebody say, I receive. This word has a creative force. So the word you receive from here, when you leave this place with that word, you should know that word is alive. That word is powerful. That word is sharp. That word can create. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. The word you receive from this conference. I heard my pastor say, it shall be permanent. Ah, My, my pastor will say, it shall be what? Permanent. Bamga, your neighbor, and to me what I'm telling your neighbor, the word you receive this from this conference shall not be temporary. It shall be permanent. Because the book of Mark, Jesus says, heaven and earth, Pastor Julian, shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Somebody say amen. amen. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. That word is is not just for, for a moment. It's got eternity enclosed in the word of God. That's why Habakkuk chapter 2 put that scripture up there so we can look at it very quickly. In Habakkuk chapter 2 from verse 1, whoever's on, the, on, on that thing, put it up. We want to do some warfare. What does it say? I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he'll say to me. And what I will answer when I'm corrected. Look at that verse. To watch and see what he will say. What the Bible, what is Habakkuk is saying? When God speaks his word, Bishop Ireri, you can see it. 
You don't just hear it. You do what? You see it. And as Habakkuk is waiting, he, the, the Bible says in verse 2, verse 2 very quickly. What does it say in verse 2? Then the Lord answered to me and said what? You are ready with me? Come on. To me a school fees. What does he say? Write the vision. Make it plain on tablets. That he may run who reads it. I pray from today. The things you are writing, Julian. The things God is speaking to you. Write them down. They concern your future. They concern your children. They concern your family. They concern your ministry. Write them down. Tell your neighbor, write them down. I told you to pick a neighbor you can preach to. Mm. You are, you are, you are whispering to that neighbor. Be a neighbor. neighbor. Write them down. You write them down so that whoever reads what you have written, they'll run. They will say, Oh, Because the kind of word God will give you, Bishop of mine, is outside your league. Challenges every science. Challenges every instructions. God's word, he says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. God cannot give you a word that you'll get from your elders. When God gives you a word, it shall be above your elders, above your culture, above your traditions, above your tribe. It is a word from heaven. Somebody say yes. When God comes to an old man of 99, Married to an old woman of 89. The facilities of baby making had closed down long ago. They were living just together as a brother and sister in the Lord waiting for the second coming of Jesus Christ. And then God come and says, by this time next year, in the manner of women, your wife Sarah shall have a baby. That's the God we are talking about. And the Bible says, and Abraham did not waver in his faith. Because he believed in the God who is able to raise from the dead. Who calls the things which are not as though they are. I'm talking to somebody here. The position you shall occupy does not yet exist. It shall be created for you. The place that the, the, the doors God shall open for you. They do not yet exist. They shall be opened just for you. The things you shall do in your ministry. Nobody else has done in your life. You shall be a pioneer. They shall be done just for you. At his word. Somebody say amen. amen. Tell them I told you. I told you. My life I will never ever be the same again. I like pioneers like Bishop Mark and my brother, uh, Kemani Williams. These people from Nakuru, they are pioneers. They start doing things that nobody else has done. Don't set off for what your father did. Your father is not in this meeting. Don't set off what your brother did. Your brother is not here. You are here. You are receiving the word of the Lord. You are receiving this impartation. When you come out of here, go and attempt some things nobody in your family has ever attempted. Go and do things people in your family, when they hear about it, they shall run. Look at, put, put, up, put up that. I'm still in Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 3. What, what does he say? Chapter 2, verse 3, quickly. 
for the vision. Someone is talking. I'm talking to somebody here. What does it say? For the vision. Is what? For an appointed time. But at the end, it will speak. It will not lie. When God gives you a word, that word has longevity. It may delay, but you wait for it. I say you wait for it. Don't, don't go this way and that way. Stay on course. He's telling Habakkuk, though it tarries, do what? Wait for it. Read the last sentence for me. What does he say? Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. I'm talking to somebody in this house. I say I'm talking to someone in this house. May the word you have received last year, the year before last, the word you have been waiting upon the Lord for, I declare that the appointed time shall begin to manifest right now in your life. Somebody say amen. May the word you have been holding before God start to manifest in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say, I receive. When God gives you his word, hold on to it. Look at verse 4. What, has, what is God telling Habakkuk? Behold the proud. His soul is not upright in him. There are people who shall despise you because of the word you have received. They shall laugh at you because of the word you have received. Don't pay attention to them. Why? But they just. I say but they just. Shall live by what? Faith in what God has said. Pastor T, you are very young. Listen to me. If there is a preacher who shall receive the greatest reward, it's not T.L. Osborne or Reinhard Bonke or even Billy Graham. It's a man called Noah. Yes, Noah, and he didn't have a single convert. Because Noah preached for 120 years without getting a single convert. Some of you have preached one year without a convert, you'll start doubting your calling. After 120 years, Bishop Jesse, God told him, stop holding crusade, Yawatu. Go to the National Park. He took this tent to the National Park. He started preaching to animals. And the animals heard the voice of God. They started coming. So many, he had to modify his message. And told them, please, come only two by two. If God has given you a word, Remember what the Bible says, that the calling and the gifting of God are without repentance. He's not about to change his mind because of longevity. No, this God is able to restore to you the ears that the locust and the caterpillar and the cankerworm and mind the right church here. I say, mind the right church here. This God is able to restore to you the ears that the locust and the caterpillar, the palmerworm and the canker has eaten. And from this conference, you are time of restoration. I say you are time of restoration. I say you are time of restoration. For what Corona destroyed, what Corona did to your ministry, what Corona did to your church, what Corona did to your business, the restoration begins right now. I say the restoration begins right now. The healing begins right now. Say, I receive it. Somebody say, I receive it.
We want to do some warfare here. Oh my God. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. When God gives you a word, that word will, able to, will protect you. It will preserve you. It will provide for you. It will sustain you until it is fulfilled. That's why, because Joseph had a word. The pit could not kill him. I say the slavery could not kill him. The prison could not kill him. Until the word God gave him came to pass, then the king sent for him and released him. I'm talking to somebody here. I said, I'm talking to somebody here. When you have a word from God, you are like Simeon. You are like Hannah, whom God had spoken to. I told him you shall not die until you see the salvation of Israel. Listen to me, friends. When God has given you a word, you are like the star of the movie of your life. In any movie, the star never dies. If you watch James Bond movies, which I love watching, James Bond never dies. The plane may crash. Others will die. James Bond will come out. The, the train may crash. Others may die. James Bond will come out. I'm talking to somebody here. You shall not die until you fulfill the purpose of your life. And therefore, by the grace of God, upon my life, I take authority over every spirit of premature death that has followed your family, that has followed your brothers, that has followed your sisters. I say it shall not follow you. It shall not follow you. You shall not die prematurely. This word shall preserve you. This word shall protect you. Look at your neighbor. Tell him, neighbor. The bishop. Tell him, the bishop. I didn't say you whisper. Say, the bishop has just canceled your funeral. hear me. I'm speaking under the corporate anointing of the servants of God here. It doesn't matter what you have. It doesn't matter what tumor you have. It doesn't matter what virus you have. From the anointing flowing here, we send a word of healing. We send a word of healing. We send a word of deliverance. We send a word of healing. Receive your healing. shall not die. You shall live and declare the good works of the Lord. Somebody say amen. amen. Don't you never tell them, never I don't know about you. But my funeral has been cancelled until I fulfill the word that God has given me. Come on, go ahead and give the Lord a hand clap offering right there. Bless the name of the Lord right there. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. That word comes with a guarantee from heaven. Isaiah 55 verse 10. His word comes with a guarantee from heaven. Isaiah 55 verse 10. What does he say? Isaiah 55 verse 10. In Isaiah 55 verse 10. Isaiah 55 For as the rain, you're ready with me. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and does not return there, but what does the earth and make it bring forth and bad, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be 
that comes from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. It shall prosper in the thing for which I God tells Jeremiah, for I'm watching over my word to perform it. God is not watching over you because he knows you are a human being. You may fail again and again. So he's watching over his word because his word is settled in heaven forever. Heaven and earth may pass, but the word shall not pass. Even when you stumble, like Abraham stumbled and Sarah and got an Ishmael, God still came back and said, I shall bless Ishmael. But my promise is that a child shall come from the loins of Sarah. That is my promise for you. I'm talking to somebody here. I'm talking to somebody here. I said I'm talking to somebody here. The word that God has given you, I said the word God has given you, it shall prosper. It shall not return to heaven. It shall accomplish the word of God. I said somebody say amen. Tell you about the word I've received. God is watching over it to perform it in my life. Oh, no wonder, Pastor T, when Mary connected with Elizabeth, after she got that powerful message that you are a virgin, but you shall conceive and bring forth a son. Oh, she said, what? I, 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 I need encouragement. The angel told her, look for your cousin, Elizabeth, whom you called barren. She's no longer barren. She's hiding in the countryside because she wonders how else she can show her pregnancy. And Mary looked for her. And when they greeted one another, the Bible says, Elizabeth said, how is it that the mother of my Lord has come to see me? And Mary said, what? How did you know that? Says, when you greeted me. The baby in me leaped with joy. Are you ready for some revelation? Are you ready for some revelation? John was the first person to be baptized by the Holy Ghost. Right from the womb of his mother. That's why Jesus can say, of all men born by a woman, none is greater than John the Baptist. Then Elizabeth looked at Mary and told Mary, Blessed is she who has believed what has been told her. For there shall surely be a performance of those things that God has said. I've been sent to tell somebody here. Where are you? I'm asking, where are you? You have been carrying a word from God for years. After this conference, I say after this conference, there shall be a performance of what God said about your ministry, about your church, about your family, about your business, about your children. There shall be a performance. Because God is watching over this world to perform it. It shall not fall to the ground. It must accomplish that which God said. Oh my God. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap off right there. Somebody. Are, we, are, we still, are you still with me? I say, are you still with me? This word, somebody say this word. Somebody say this word. Comes with authority. Luke chapter 4 verse 32. Luke 4 32. Luke 4 32. It comes with authority. Oh, and they were astonished. They were what? You are reading with me. To me, a school fees, come on. And they were astonished at his teaching. What does the conclusion say? For his word 
Don't whisper. For his word. By the grace of God upon my life. And the anointing flowing upon my life. And the corporate anointing of the bishops and the apostles and the pastors here. I take authority. Right now. Over every witch. If I were you, I'll be standing on my feet. This is warfare. Tell your neighbor, this means war. This means war. This is the way you do it in deliverance. Just lift up one finger. Say, my father. Don't whisper, say, my father. Say, my father, my father, my father. Every demon. Every principality. Every power. Every witch. Every magician. Every wizard. On assignment. In my life. In our church. In our ministry. In the nation of Kenya. Right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. What are you waiting for? Die, die, die. Come on, go ahead and celebrate your victory right there. That is the victory of the word of God. It is a fire in your mouth. The word of God becomes a fire in your mouth. I said the word of God is a fire in your mouth. I said the word of God is a fire in your mouth. From today, I said from today, you are, not, you are not the one to be running away from the local witch. Listen to me, pastors. Your assignment is not to teach your members to keep running away from the local witch. Your assignment is to teach your members to chase the local witch, to silence the local witch. When Philip went to Samaria, Simon the sorcerer was rendered jobless. From this conference, I say I serve warning to every witch. I say I serve warning to every witch near your church, near your business. Near, am, I, am, I, am I talking to the right people here? In, in your neighborhood, you are not moving. I say you are not moving. They are the ones who are moving. Three fingers, three fingers, three fingers. Three fingers. How many fingers? Three. Tell them I give every witch three choices. Three choices. Number, one, Number one, they get saved. They get saved. Number, two, Number two, they move away. I'm a Wataishia. That is the authority that you carry. I say that is the authority that you carry. Look at the book of Luke chapter 10 verse 17. Luke chapter 10. Keep on standing like that. We are doing war here. This is warfare. We are still doing warfare. Luke chapter 10 verse 17. What does it say? So Makwasa, what does it say? Then the 70 returned with joy. Watch here. 70 returned with what? From this conference. As you go back home. You are not going back like a chicken that has been raided upon. <laughs> 
from this conference, you shall square your shoulders. You shall put your chest forward. You shall walk tall to your village, to Nakuru, to Eldoret, to Kisumu, to Mombasa. Because from this conference, you are returning with joy. I say you are returning with joy. I say you are returning with joy. I say you are returning with joy. Why did they have joy? Because they had a testimony. They had a what? And may you leave this conference with a testimony. May you leave this conference with a testimony. What was their testimony? It is there for you. What did they say? Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. From today, you are not running away from any demon. From today, with the authority of the word of God, every demon is subject to you. It's only in Kenya where people become apostles by chasing away devils. Chasing away devils is not for apostles. It is for every believer. And from this conference, you are now a faithful witness, an effective witness, a demon chaser, a giant killer. When they gave him their testimony, Pastor Julian, verse 18, Jesus also had a testimony. Tell me about Jesus as a testimony. Look at this testimony. What does he say? And he said to them, what did he say? I saw Satan. Do what? Fall like lightning from heaven. You should be celebrating that one. When I look on my left, I see Satan has. When I look on my right, I see Satan has. When I look in my front, I see Satan has. When I look at my back, I see Satan has. Jesus is telling you, the devil himself, he thought, he, even before he said it, well, I married from the Setaroveni, like lightning, like what? Let me see, like what? You are not doing it, like what? The devil fell like what? Your victory is coming like what? Your promotion is coming like what? Your breakthrough is coming like what? That's why the Bible can say, suddenly on the day of Pentecost. What? Suddenly on the day of Pentecost. There are some of you, suddenly you'll discover your tumor is gone. Suddenly you discover your cancer is gone. Suddenly you discover your fever is gone. Suddenly your diabetes is gone. Suddenly your kidneys are pumping again like normal. I broke it to somebody here. I said, suddenly, suddenly, your heartbeat is normal. Suddenly, I'm talking to somebody here, your blood pressure is normal. Suddenly, your sugar level is normal. Never to cause again. Receive that miracle. Look at the following verse. Look at the following verse. Look at the following verse. Behold. What does it say? I give you what? For the word of God comes with what? It comes with what? So what is he saying? Behold, I give you what? 
authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you cannot read that verse standing like a pillar because he says you shall trample I want to see some prophetic action here and I'll tell you I'll tell you, yeah, I can see you have started. You have started. Now listen to what I'm going to say right now. Bishop of mine, Europeans and Caucasians don't understand this verse. Apostle It is Africans we understand it. Because we know those Abarogi from Kisi. Those witches from Ukamban. Ajoga from Nyanza. Those Abalosi from Western. They use serpents. They use scorpions. Talk to me. They use chameleons. They use tortoises. They use leopards. Are we ready? Can you read that verse now? Are we ready? What does he say? Behold, I give you authority. To do what? To trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means And right now, from this auditorium, with the anointing flowing here, I speak to every animal. I am addressing every animal, every snake, every tortoise, every chameleon. I'm talking to every leopard and every hyena being used by witches who took your underwear, who took your money who have taken your photograph and they put it in a nest with a, with a snake right now in the name of Jesus that snake that leopard that hyena that chameleon die 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 Come on, go ahead and bless the name of the Lord. I say bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. From this moment, from this, if you get a message from your village, that there's a hyena spotted dead, we have killed it here. We were going to the river. We found a python dead. To make you are happy? Because the word of God, when it comes to you, it comes with authority. It comes with what? Authority. Let me give you one point. Sit down, sit down. Have you taken that authority? The only way, Pastor Julian, to activate God's word is to agree with it. Is to do what? Agree with it. That's why in Luke chapter 1, verse 5, when the angel went to Zacharias and told him, Zachariah, 
have been sent by God as an answer to your prayer. Your wife is a Levite of the daughters of Aaron. You yourself, you are a Levite. You have been praying. God has sent me to tell you, you shall get a baby. Zachariah argued. And the angel looked at him. And realized if this man comes out of here, the way he's talking, he shall go and trash what I've said. Because faith comes by. And also doubt comes by. So, he silenced him. He removed one vocal cord. Earthwire. The man became dumb. And he remained dumb until baby John was born. And they asked the mother, what is the name? And she said, John. They said, that's not a name from your family. See, I told you, when God gives you his word, it's not from your family. It is going beyond your traditions. Then they say, let us ask the father. So the father, can I continue? Asked them for a paper, tablet, and he wrote the name John. As soon as he wrote the name John, his vocal cords were open. As soon as he agreed with what God said, it was released. Hold your part. Put two fingers. Tell your neighbor from today. See, I told you, pick a neighbor looks like a, a, a citizen of Zion. Not these Philistines you cannot talk to. Tell them from today. Only two voices in my life. Number one, the voice of God. Number two, my own voice. As I, as I agree with what God says about me. That's it. I'm releasing you to prophesy to yourself. I say you are the best prophet to yourself. I say you are the best prophet to yourself. Now I'm saving you money and you're not even agreeing with me. I'm saying you are the best prophet to yourself. As you receive God's word, start prophesying to yourself. I am not a loser. I am a winner. I'm not a victim. I am a victor. I am not beneath. I am above. I am not dying. I am living. I am not poor. I am rich. I am not naked. I am dressed. Somebody say amen. Start to agree with what God says about you. One of the greatest men I ever stood along was a man called Reinhard Bonke. When I prayed with Reinhard Bonke, I wanted to understand the source of his authority. He gave us this story, and I'm sure Bishop Mark was there, and some of you were bishops who were born before, like us, you are there. Ranet Bonke was just a local pastor like many of you in the city of Maseru in South Africa in Lesotho and he invited an African evangelist called David Ngidi from KwaZulu Natal to come and do crusades and when he came this man used to move in signs and wonders and miracles like these African preachers of old the Joe Kyles, the Wilson Mamboleos here the Alexander Idin, Silas Owiti 
Frederick Mawaza from Taita, those men, Gilead Mkala, people believed God and raised the dead and it was never put in the newspapers. Ana hile otumutu anapufanya kamuziza kamoja anatangaza miaka kumi. David Ngidi preached on one night, the first night. Miracles like you are seeing here yesterday and the day before. Then he, when they went to sleep, he woke up in the morning. He goes to meet his guest and discovered this man has packed his bags. He's leaving. Going back to South Africa. And Brian Bonke is asking, where are you going? Where are you going? He says, the Lord told me to go back. And he told me, you not believe me. So you not even take me to the airport. I called a taxi. The taxi came and he put in his bags. And he entered the taxi and left right now. And told him, by the way, God told me, don't cancel the crusade. Continue. You are the, and you are the preacher. And he got in and he left. Reinhard Bonke went back to his house. And he says, I was weeping before God. God, that cannot be. That must be the devil. Satan, I bind you. You need to be careful. The Bible says, my sheep know my voice. Then suddenly he had a voice from God says, my word in your mouth is as powerful as the same word in the mouth of God. Period. If you forget everything I've said, don't forget this one. That my word in your mouth is as powerful as the same word When he went back to the meeting, sure enough, when David and Gideon was living on the first night, he called for all the blind people to be brought. So by the time Bonke got to the meeting, there were six blind people sitting at the front. Pressure. He does not remember what he preached because he was looking at these six blind people. What shall I do with this? These were called by the preacher who ran away. They are not my guests, but now they are here. Then he started praying. He, he told me, JB, I was not praying. I was shouting rather than praying because he was struggling. His eyes tightly closed and he was praying, God, in the name of Jesus. He stopped because some of the blind people were louder than him. And they were saying, I can see the white man. I can see the white man. I can see the white man. Because their eyes had been opened. As you leave this place, as you go back to your place, if God has given you a word, remember that the word of God in your mouth is as powerful as the same word in the mouth of God. You need to activate it by confessing it and declaring it. That's why James can tell you in James chapter 5 verse 17 that Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. Yet he prayed. But did he pray? No. Elijah never prayed. He only declared. As long as the Lord before whom I so by standing in his presence I've heard his word so he came down to declare his word and told Ahab there shall be no rain until I say so full stop and there was no rain at the word of Elijah 
Not the word of God, the word of Elijah. Until chapter 18, verse 36. At the time of the evening sacrifice, chapter 18, verse 36. Put up that one. First Kings 1836. I'm closing with this one. First Kings 1836. I want that scripture up. At the time, and it came to pass. I thought you were reading with me as we finish. At the time of the offering of the evenings that Elijah the prophet came near. What did he say? He's not, he's not praying. He's saying, what is he saying? Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and I'm your servant and that I have done all these things at your We are standing as we finish. There are people here. I say, <laughs> there are people here. Your problem requires a fire from heaven kind of intervention. You are the one I'm talking about. Are you here? Your enemies are more than you. There are over 400 prophets of Baal, Bishop Mark, with one Elijah. Umezungukwa na maadui, wanaakili kukushinda, wanaujanda kukushinda, unaitaji mungu asikie maombi, ajibuye kwa moto. The devil is a liar. Ah, we are doing warfare one more time. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, situi wewe, my case requires a, hev a fire from heaven kind of a miracle and that's the one I'm calling right now is there somebody am I talking to somebody here are you getting in combat mode right now I say are you getting in combat mode Pastor Julian am I talking about you here you need a fire from heaven kind of are you, let me see are you, are you here like we do in deliverance, touch one finger, say, My Father. I know I'm not hearing you say, My Father. My Father, my Father, my Father. My case is urgent. My case is urgent. Are there people with urgent cases here? Are there people with urgent cases here? One more time, say, My case is urgent. May the Lord God of Abraham. Isaac, Israel, Elijah, the God who answers my fire right now in this place. Fire, 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 fire. God who answers my fire. I say, may the God who answers my fire. I say, may the God who answers my fire. I say, may the God who answers my fire. Begin to answer you right now. Begin to answer you right now. By this time, next year. I say, by this time, next year, what looks impossible now shall have been done in Jesus' name. 
What looks cannot be done today shall have been done in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. But I can hear somebody tell me, my bishop, my case is so urgent, it cannot wait for one year. I need a 24-hour turnaround. Where are you? I say, where are you? You need a 24-hour turnaround. I come like Elisha the prophet. I come like King Saul to tell somebody this house, by this time tomorrow, before the sun is hot. Where are you? I say by this time tomorrow, before the sun is hot, you shall have received your health. I say you shall receive your health. In 24 hours, receive your miracle. Receive your answer. This God who answers by fire, let him answer you. If I were you, I'll turn around 360 degrees. And declare the atmosphere. It is over. One more time declare. It is over. For a third time declare. It is over. Take the word you shall receive. That word shall create. That word shall preserve you. That word shall protect you. That word shall heal you. That word has given you authority. 